0: Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, and with me as usual are Stuart Ware in the UK and Solomon Ashoms, who's normally in South Africa but is in Switzerland for a few weeks right now. Well today we're looking at the story of DR Congo born footballer Ilombe Mboyo and asking whether criminals should be given a second chance through football. Ilombe Mboyo was born in the DRC and grew up in Belgium and as a youngster he played alongside Vincent Kompany now the captain of Manchester City but Mboyo went to prison when he was 17 and there he benefited from a new scheme at that time called Football in Prison. Mboyo's emergence seemed to be the greatest achievement of the scheme as he was spotted in jail by a scout for Belgian club Charleroi. And because of Mboyo's good behaviour in prison, an arrangement was made for him to start training with the club. Now Mboyo was signed by Charleroi in 2009 in a deal sanctioned by the Belgian courts. And he later signed for Belgian pro-league side Kortrijk on a permanent deal in 2010. And the following year, he joined Ghent, where he really made a name for himself, scoring 37 goals in 80 appearances and gaining the nickname Le Petit Pelé, the Little Pelé. And Boyer won two caps for Belgium during their 2014 World Cup qualifying campaign, and he could be joining the likes of Christian Benteke and Vincent Kompany on the plane to Brazil next year for the finals. So this is an amazing story from prison to Premier League in Belgium. But as Mboya became better known, people began to look into his background and they found out that he'd been in prison after taking part in the gang rape of a 14-year-old girl in 2004 when he was 17 and a member of a notorious street gang. The crime led to a seven-year prison sentence and there was outcry that someone who had committed such a serious crime should now be gaining fame and fortune as a professional footballer. Boyo served four of the seven years of his sentence. He insisted that prison had changed him and the Belgian FA publicly supported the player when he was called up to the national team last year. But when Mboyo was on the brink of a move to English Premier League club West Ham this year, some West Ham fans found out about his past and launched a Twitter campaign opposing the signing. And West Ham owner David Sullivan pulled out of the deal, saying he couldn't go against the opinions of the supporters. So Mboyo ended up joining Genk, which is one of the biggest clubs in Belgian football, for $5 million instead. So Solomon, it's a fascinating story, this one. Do you think that someone who's been convicted of rape should end up with this new start in life that's taken him to a top European football club?
1: Well, Steve, indeed, this is a very fascinating story, looking at uh, the mistakes that Mboyo did make. He made a huge mistake. Of course, we cannot condone as a community, as a people. And it seems like, yes, Mboyo has been rehabilitated. I think the whole idea of us going to prison and really uh, serving time there is about you getting rehabilitated. And I think now he has been able to rebuild his life. And I think it's about time we look at the situation and, in, and say, indeed, yes, he deserves forgiveness.
0: But uh, Solomon, what about the victim and her family? I mean, how do you think they would feel seeing the rise to fame of one of the people who raped her?
1: Well, it's unfortunate because the victims, anytime they turn on the TV or read the newspaper and hear about the success of Mboyo, is definitely going to turn something on inside of them. It's sad, but we all do make mistakes and, and we have to be able to forgive. And I do hope that the family will look at the situation and say, look, uh, we forgive you. At least this is another young person that is not going to go the wrong route of being a criminal all his life. Um, I mean,
2: I would take a fairly pragmatic view of this. I, I don't think that any legal way in which he could have been denied the chance to play football. Uh, you know, he, you commit a crime, you pay society's price, uh, and it's dealt with. Times when people have attempted to deny sports people the chance to work have, generally speaking, the courts have, have, have gone against them. And, I mean, certainly in the UK, with very little effort, I came up with about 16 examples of uh, footballers who have gone to prison and, generally speaking, have continued their career afterwards. None of the nature of, of a rape case, but, I mean, for example, Jan Malby, who was playing for Liverpool, uh, crashed his car while drunk, uh, went to prison and came back and helped Liverpool to win the league the following year. Um, Tony Adams was actually in a drunk driving accident where he was found to be 27 times over the legal limit. Uh, he went on to play for Arsenal and England for 10 years after the, the incident. So I think that generally speaking, football clubs are, are very happy to accept players back.
0: So Stuart, any idea why Mboyo would have been supported in Belgium where there is this a football in prison scheme, but uh, did encounter opposition in England where... The West Ham United fans launched this uh, campaign on Twitter to ensure that he didn't join that club. Why would he have had this uh, opposition in England then? Well, uh, I think it's the nature of Twitter that a few people can start something and it can can go viral. Well, stay with us, uh, Solomon and Stuart. This is Planet Sport Football Africa. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this on our Facebook page as we look at the story of DR Congo-born footballer Ilombe Mboyo and ask whether criminals should be given a second chance through football. And in general, do people deserve a second chance in life, regardless of what they've done in the past? You can post your comment on our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa. All one word, Planet Sport Football Africa. Or email to footballafrica at planetsport.tv. Now, last week we asked which players have made your country the most proud with their football achievements. And we heard from Prince Emma on our Facebook page. Uh, Prince says, uh, Tijan. Jaite is a Gambian international and he's to build an academy for players from 10 to 14 years old. I wish to see him playing in the famous English Premier League one day with my beloved Manchester United. Thanks a lot for your comments Prince. Let's hope that does that happen one day. You can post comments up on our Facebook page then, Planet Sport Football Africa on this week's topic and also on the World Cup qualifiers as this weekend we have the first legs of the final qualifying knockout round in Africa for those five places Brazil 2014. Well, today we're looking at the story of DR Congo born footballer Ilombe Mboyo and asking whether criminals should be given a second chance through football. Ilombe Mboyo was born in the DRC. He grew up in Belgium, where he went to prison after taking part in the gang rape of a 14 year old girl in 2004 when he was 17. In prison, he benefited from a new scheme at that time, which was called Football in Prison. He was spotted in jail by a scout for Belgian club Charlois and later moved up to the top flight side, Genk. Now, the thoughts of the Belgium FA president are that once someone's time in prison ends, they don't necessarily have to be lost to society, and saying that it's too easy to stigmatise and that Mboyo could be an example for young people who go down the wrong path. On the other hand, English club West Ham United did not sign Mboyo after a Twitter campaign by fans who found out about his past. Solomon, there's a few uh, examples of players who've had uh, similar, not exactly the same, but similar situations uh, in South Africa.
1: Yes, a very notable one is a player called Bryce Moon. He was on the books of Panathinaikos in uh, Greece and uh, he played in Europe quite a bit. He's back now playing for Sundowns. Now, and in 2009, just before the World Cup, uh, he was part of the Bafana Bafana team. And late at night, he uh, was driving. And in an area where he was supposed to be driving about 60 k's per hour, uh, they said he was over the limit. And he hit a pedestrian, and uh, which led to the death of the pedestrian. And he has been in court ever since, until late last year, when the judge actually convicted him uh, for... Cul- culpable homicide he's been sentenced and now he he had an option of paying a fine but that totally really it brought in the society the south african public against him he was detained for some time before he was released uh, but now he's been released uh, finally uh, his lawyers fought for it i think he paid a huge fine which again you have to look at it and say okay how does the family feel about that knowing what really happened he's back now playing and uh, he said he made a mistake. And there's also uh, a case of Benson Nklongo, who uh, is a South African player, plays for Platinum Stars. He was caught with a couple of his friends in possession of a firearm and uh, he was taken to court and he had to get out of football for some time he was detained uh, before he was bailed uh, later on but he got to a situation where the whole blame was shifted from him to uh, his friends that were with him that evening uh, now a lot of people were asking the question what was he doing in search company uh, you know and it was in the boot of his car that the firearm a pistol was actually found so you look at those this kind of situation and you ask yourself is the public really going to forgive I know, how do you get a second chance and some players uh you know even get the opportunity uh to coach after their football career but how would that affect it a very notable one is uh, Nigerian footballer godwin opara uh, he played in belgium for some time and he also played in uh france with strasbourg now he was found guilty of uh rape uh several times uh with his wife uh, was also found guilty of raping a girl who they adopted and uh, was working in the home. Uh, so there was sexual abuse and physical abuse, and he was sentenced to, I think, 10 years in prison. He's currently uh, in prison in France. Uh, so you ask the question, would the society give him another chance when he gets out of prison to maybe get involved with uh, coaching? That's the big question. And how do you get the second chance, and how can you really uh, take ownership of your mission mistakes because indeed in a lot of these situations a lot of mistakes was made by the players.
0: Stuart uh, this really does show us that uh, footballers of course are only human but uh, aren't we right to expect a higher standard from football players because they're in the public eye because we watch them on television because they're paid a lot of money certainly those who play for the top clubs anyway uh, wouldn't fans be justified to expect a higher standard from the football players?
2: Well, a career in professional sport really is a very unusual one because, you know, if, if you work in a bank, you uh, reach your peak responsibility and earnings perhaps in your 30s, 40s, 50s. You know, as a, as a footballer, this can can happen as, as a teenager. You know, that is something which is incredibly difficult to deal with at that age. And, you know, to expect uh, an 18, 19-year-old who suddenly is earning silly money uh, to behave with the maturity that comes in later life, you know, I think it's expecting a lot. And that's why some football clubs, I mean, Alex Ferguson would be a great example of this, has worked with players like Ryan Giggs and almost become a second father to them. And, uh, you know, therefore, uh, has you've seen how Giggs has turned out. But I think there's a need for somebody to be helping people like this to deal with fame and fortune Uh, which comes uh, very often much earlier than would be the case um, uh, in in other professions. And, you know, speaking as a follower of Jesus Christ, forgiveness is at the heart of Christianity. And the the idea that someone can be given a second choice fits in so much with what Christians believe. And the basis of my relationship with God is that, that Jesus forgives me. So in that sense, I feel that I need to be sympathetic to others uh, who who make make mistakes and and uh, be willing to give them a second chance.
0: And Solomon, just finally, uh, what are your feelings about being given another chance in life? Because this uh, whole story of uh, Ilombe Moyo from the DRC uh, does really bring this to the fore.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, Steve, it's very important that we do allow everybody get the opportunity to embrace a second chance, uh, most especially if at the... Uh, culprit embraces and take responsibility for their mistake. A second chance is not about here's another opportunity for you to do wrong again. Here's another opportunity for you to commit a mistake again. A second chance is about another opportunity for you to prove that you are changed. Uh, another opportunity for you to prove that you've been transformed and second chances actually uh, put a lot of responsibility on the person on the player and i feel that's just the way that it is we must be quick to forgive we must not judge based on the crime it's unfortunate like mboya's situation that you know uh, a girl experience uh, that kind of rape, is is you can never condone it. But at the same time, you want to be able to make sure that you don't uh, lose uh, two people at the same time. You want to be able to look at it f- from a different perspective and say, look, we have to give forgiveness because I might just need forgiveness tomorrow uh, from somebody else. And that way, we're going to be able to have a society that is forgiving, a society that takes responsibility for his mistake and be able to change. Uh, in Africa, we need a lot of that because more and more young people going into fame and having so much money actually opens the door for you to make a whole lot of mistakes so we need to prepare ourselves and say look uh, we know you're growing but hey we're going to give you opportunities to correct certain things that was done wrong and make sure you use those opportunities to grow yourself
0: Well, we'll have to leave it there. Many thanks uh, to Solomon Ashams and to Stuart Weir. It's been a fascinating topic. Give us your thoughts up on our Facebook page as we've looked at the story of the DR Congo born footballer Ilombe Moyo, who was convicted of gang rape when he was seventeen, but got a second chance in life through a prison in football scheme in Belgium. Do you think people deserve a second chance in life, regardless of what they've done in the past? The Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word, Planet Sport Football Africa. And you can email Email as well to footballafrica at planetsport.tv. From me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. You can find the show online at planetsport.tv. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.